What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode two of Twigs on the Rocks. I'm Leo Blotner. This is Abe Lovich. And today we have a very special guest, goalie for the BU Terriers, Ashton Abel. Ashton, what's going on? Not too much. How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good here. Just still stuck in quarantine. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, do, we're just doing the best we can, trying to make the most out of it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, so, like, tell us your story. How did you get to BU, like, hockey-wise? Like, how did you go from, like, my square at Peewee all the way to BU? Uh, yeah, so, like, I live in northern Alberta in Canada. So, I played in my hometown till my till I was done Bantam hockey. So, after that, I moved. Once I hit midget, I moved to Saskatchewan. So, I moved about 14 hours away from home. So I played there for two years, my first two years in midget. And then after that, I went to another place in Grand Prairie or in Alberta. It's called Grand Prairie, Alberta. It's about eight hours from where I live. So I played there for a year. And then from there, I was done my midget. So I moved on to junior hockey. And I tried out in a couple different places, got cut a couple times. And then I ended up finding a place in Calgary. So I played my first year as a junior there. And then after that, after my second year, in, during the summer, my team actually folded, so I had to uh, find a new team. So we were kind of free agents at the time, so we were just able to talk to anybody we really wanted to, and then just pick from there who where we wanted to play for the next season. So I ended up staying in Alberta, playing, I guess my my 20 year old season. The first half I played in Oak Tokes, so that was really good for me. And then from there it was kind of kind of out of nowhere. At the start of December, I guess I got a call from the coaches at BU and they just they told me they wanted to bring a goalie in after Christmas and they asked if I wanted to be that guy and it's a pretty tough opportunity for me to pass up so headed down there. Yeah BU is an amazing club and they've done a lot and but a game um one game I'm pretty interested in is in your game where you won an overtime in the bean pot in the semis and I was wondering what was going through your head during that game like yeah, I mean, it was pretty crazy for sure. That was like, I think that was, I'd only been there for a month. I think I played like five games or something before that. So it was a pretty crazy experience for me. Like coming from like where I was playing in Alberta, we probably got, I want to say like 400 fans a night. So pretty, pretty small crowd to compared to playing at the TD Garden in front of 17,000. So yeah, it was a pretty wild experience for sure. Yeah, I had, I actually, I was at the finals and I have a video of, the goal with like under a second left in the yeah. finals. Yeah, um, that was nuts. Yeah, if you want me to send that to you. But how did you feel like playing eight, 14 hours away from your family, just like all of a sudden? Like, how does that work? Do you move in with another family? Do you live with your friends? I was actually at a boarding school. So I lived in dorms. It's kind of similar to college, I guess. So I just lived, we had a room, there was four of us in it, and we were all kind of in the same situation. There was actually another guy that I knew that I played with the year before. He went down there with me too, so I lived with him. So it's nice to have a familiar face, but it's definitely tough. I was I was 14 when I left home, so I was pretty young. But I mean, the hockey where I'm from isn't the best, so you kind of have to move away just in order to play at the highest level. Yeah, and do you know that BU was recruiting you at the time? Uh, I honestly don't know. Like, it was pretty sudden. Like, it wasn't like a like a long recruiting. Like it kind of happened pretty quick, like towards end of November, start of December. They they just, I'm not sure what it was, but they just said they wanted to bring a guy in, so. 
If you had any advice right now to tell yourself when you were 14, right as you moved away, like what would you tell yourself? And also, do you think like your plan succeeded? Yeah, I mean, I think this is kind of the end goal where I've wanted to be, be uh, ending up. Obviously, there's lots of work to be done still, but I think just stick with the process. You know, there's always lots of ups and downs throughout your career. Like when I was younger, playing back at home, it was we were never a very strong team, so it was, it was pretty discouraging when we were losing every night, but you just got to stick with it, work on your own game, do whatever you can just to keep moving forward. Huh. Yeah, but something that interests me here is, like, why would you choose goalie? Like, I know that most people probably choose goalie at a very young age, but yeah. back then, what made you choose goalie over being a forward or a defenseman? I played a few years of uh, – I was a centerman back when I was younger, forward, I guess, probably my first three years of hockey. And then I always, like, from – even when I first started playing, I always wanted to be goalie. I used to always play mini sticks with my parents in the kitchen at my house, and I always wanted to be the goalie, but my uh, my dad would never let me. Just obviously, it's a pretty expensive position, and they just my parents wanted me to be a better skater too. Obviously, skating's huge as a goalie, so yeah. Nice. Yeah, as a goalie myself, I can I, like I, I know I can understand what you're saying, and like I yeah. I totally get it. Like, yeah. yeah. So you're from Alberta, right? Yeah. So, what what was your favorite team and player growing up? Uh, well, my favorite team's the Edmonton Oilers. I'm, I was born in Edmonton, so I lived there till I was about seven, I think. So that's my favorite team and favorite goalie's got to be Carey Price. I just just like the way he plays. Yeah, love his big glove saves. Even though I'm Bruins yeah. fan, diehard Bruins fan, got to respect yeah. big glove saves sometimes. He is very good in his game, and when you need him to show up, he shows up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so what was your favorite hockey moment, either playing or watching or just anything? Uh, I think probably one of the favorite moments of my career would probably be back when I was in Bantam. We were actually, we had a pretty good year and we ended up winning the Provincials in Alberta. So it was a pretty good, pretty high point in my career, I guess. Yeah, so far. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So if you would compare your playing style to any goalie in the NHL right now, who would it be? I like to try to think I play like Price, just the way he moves around in the net and how calm he is and stuff like that. I like right. to kind of mimic, mimic that. Huh. Cool. Yeah. Is there a reason why you chose your number? Is there anything special to you? Is it just given to you? Uh, this year, I haven't really got to pick much throughout my any year, really. But I think this year it was just given to me when I went to Boston. Uh, earlier in the year, I was number twenty-nine. I picked that one, but for the most part, there's kind of you get a couple options. If I got to choose, I'd probably I think I'd pick seventy-four. Cool seventy-four. Number. I don't know. It just I feel like it'd be a sweet number. <laughs> it'd yeah. look cool. Yeah. Okay. So. I was wondering, like, do you have any, like, good pregame rituals that, like, really help you before a game and that, like, to make you more confident and more calm in that? I don't know if I have – well, I guess just somewhat of a meditation kind of, just breathing, just kind of calming myself, clearing my mind. 
just not thinking about anything else, any of the outside factors, just going out there and playing. Nice. How do you like meditate? Do you listen to music? Do you just like, or just like chill? Yeah, I just kind of like close my eyes right before a game and I just kind of focus on my breathing and just relax my body, just get focused. What do you do? Um, like I know I as a goalie, I'm not great at this, but what do you do after you or like during you're having a pretty bad game or just, or I'm not saying like you do, I'm saying like if you do, yeah. like what, what do you do to calm yourself, like compose yourself so you can get ready and be better? I think like breathing helps that too. I like sometimes I take like three deep breaths. Like say after you let in like a weak goal or something, you just kind of got to clear from your mind. You can't really let it get to you. It's not, and then it won't really help you. It'll just, it'll only hurt you. So you just got to find a way to be mentally tough and be able to get those things out of your head, move on from it. Who's been like the best player you've played with or against with, and also like the funniest that you've played with? Just like, um, well, best, there's obviously quite a few guys on my team this year are pretty good in Boston. Lots of skilled guys there, like Zegris and Harper, and those kind of guys are obviously super skilled players. Uh, funniest? I'm not sure who that would be. Zegris is a pretty funny guy, too. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who I'd say the funniest is. There's kind of always some, some guys like that in the room. So, in the light of the coronavirus and how we're all just stuck here, but hockey will continue. Like, how do you think your, like, when your next season will be, and how do you think, like, when will you get back onto the ice to get practicing and get playing? I'm hoping as soon as I can. Uh, I know some of the rink. I don't know if their rinks are opening there, but I know, like, none of them here have even thought about opening. It's kind of the last, last thing they're going to open around here. So, I'm hoping that's soon, but... If not, my, uh, my family and my grandparents also have a house in Phoenix. So whenever the border opens up, I think we might head down there. And I'm just going to start getting on the ice there. Nice. And, like, how are you staying in shape? Like, because obviously you can't get on the ice. Yeah. Well, I kind of, me and my dad kind of whipped up a bit of a home gym in our garage. Kind of turned it into a gym. We got like a squat rack and stuff like that, some barbells, dumbbells, kettlebells, pull-up rack. So we kind of got pretty much everything you really need to stay in shape at this point, just doing all I can. And also, uh, how do you think, like, uh, your career is going to continue in the future? And, like, what, what do you hope for? I'll obviously I'd like to go pro somewhere. I've thought about if it doesn't work in North America, just heading overseas to Europe or something. Obviously, it's pretty – would be a pretty sweet experience too, just to see what it's like over there and get to be able to play. But I think first and foremost, I'll probably be trying to play here in North America after my college is done. So I'm sure you've already heard of the 24 playoff format and how the playoffs will continue. And I was just wondering if you had any thoughts or predictions or any controversial opinions on what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work out. Obviously, it's never really happened before. I've never seen anything like that. But it'll be interesting to see how how the players prepare for it. Obviously, they don't have a lot of time. And I know, obviously, the people in, like, guys in Sweden and stuff, the rinks never close there. So they kind of, I think they have a bit of an advantage. 
but obviously these all these North American guys are kind of disadvantaged there. I know some of them weren't too happy about that, that all those guys overseas that had the opportunity to stay on the ice and stay in shape. Be interesting to see how that, that affects guys. Huh. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. You want to listen? It's on Spotify. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. This has been season one, episode two of Twigs on the Rocks. I'm Abe Lovich. This is Leo Blonder. And thank you so much to Ash and Abel for coming on to our show. It's been great. And good night, everybody. It's been a- yeah, sure. on the show. Thank you so much.